Make more birdies. A bottle of bourbon, a little glass, and some ice. This is not a tip. This is a prescription. Trust me. Mm. If you don't, you will fall out of balance. Welcome to Birdies and Bourbon. Sit down and have a sip. Welcome back to the Birdies and Bourbon Show. Matthew, I like where this is going. Already got a drink in hand. <laughs> yeah. How are you? Hey, you guys have definitely uh, pulled me the way of the bourbon. So, uh, Joe's Joe's been kind of going nuts on it, so I figure I'd hop on the bandwagon with him. Yeah. So I, I, I'm finishing off uh, this bottle here. Nice. Oh, a little town branch. Yeah, yeah that's nice. a good one. That's my my first uh, step into the uh, the bourbon world. So yeah, got myself a nice little old fashioned here and uh, ready uh, I, to talk some golf. Nice. <laughs> so do I. So do, I'm, I'm old fashioned to myself today too. Um, yeah, looking forward to talking some golf. Um, We've got Matthew Wainwright on with us today. He has the um, uh, the breakfastball.com golf blog. He's co-host of Chasing Daylight podcast. We had Joe on a week or two ago, so a great chat with him. Uh, catching up on Bandon, uh, you, uh, Matthew said, no, 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 it's his turn. He's, he's got some Bandon <laughs> uh, recommendations as well. And uh, well, and I think we'll maybe maybe talk a little Vegas golf. I think you guys run a golf league there in, yeah, uh, in sure town. Do. So yeah, but really, what we need to do is get us get the schedule and make it over for a round of golf. Yeah, that's. that's I mean, we were you know most recently in Georgia, so I think it's time you know maybe the the East Coast people start coming west a little bit. A- ab- absolutely, yeah. So so Matthew, kind of give us the uh, give us the, what, what's up with the breakfast ball. I think you started in two thousand nine, but uh, what what's uh, what, what what's the purpose there? Well, I the the blog started as a way for me to kind of vent my frustrations with the game. Uh, I I played on and off. I'd worked at golf courses. I'd, I've always been a fan. My grandfather. I used to go ride in the car with him. So I, I'd always been around the game in some kind of fashion. But I, I was never good at it. I I, I just wasn't really good. Um, the Las Vegas national here in town, uh, is a course I worked at started in the cart barn and, uh, did that for a little over a year. Um, really got a different sense of what golf is golf is like. Um, but I just never could get good. Didn't never have the time. I was always working and, uh, I have some buddies that, you know, in Vegas, everybody that lives here, that grew up here, everybody moves away. that just happens um joe myself being born and raised were kind of rare oddities that we've been around this long Uh, but every now every year i'd have some buddies that come back into town we get together we go play golf and uh i never got involved in the side games i was never never had any money on the line never because i I just didn't play well enough (laughs) and i was tired of it i'm like i'm done with this i i want to be involved in these games so uh i took it upon myself to to start playing more and after about a month month and a half i'm like i need to find some way to to have some therapy <laughs> with this. Uh, so that I think uh, blogger.com was one of the first sites that came out that where you could host your own blog. Uh, so I started there and just kind of worked my way up into WordPress and, and hosting. And, nice. and I, I just was writing articles. Uh, I, I've kept some of the articles on there from the early days. Um, it was a lot of just rambling about me, um, just struggling with trying to get good at this game. 
through that, I met some really good people uh, that wanted to collaborate on ideas. Um, and then I got asked to write for Three Guys Golf Blog. Uh, they're based out of North Carolina and he was doing product reviews. And that was something I hadn't thought of. Uh, if my English teachers in high school found out that I was actually a writer on a, on a blog, uh, <laughs> they would be turning over in their graves because that was not my jam in high school at all. Uh, so the fact that, that I, you know, was actually doing writing, uh, was kind of a unique thing for me, but I, I just fell in love with it. I fell in love with reaching out to the brands. I fell in love with learning about these stories, um, and, and writing about products and sharing my experiences with people. And so I did that for about three, four years, all while still rambling and ranting and, and doing stuff on, on the breakfast ball. Um, and then, uh, three guys kind of wanted to go in a different direction than what I wanted to. Sure. Um, I, I, I didn't care what the product was. If it was something that I thought people might be interested in, I wanted to write about it. Uh, so I kind of rebranded it as a review site and, uh, really stepped that up. And that's what it's been the last four or five years. And, uh, just kind of going from there and then, uh, started the podcast from that. And, uh, you know, that's where we are now. Nice. Kind of organic, organic makings. Yeah. So, uh, by the way, it's the breakfastball.com. I have taken a look through some of the stuff. I'll have some playing time coming up in a, in a day, a few days. So I'll be able to take a little, a little, uh, little deeper dive in there, but yeah, some fun reviews, uh, a lot of stuff that I've played and familiar with and use some a lot of stuff that i haven't so yeah it's a uh, good good uh, good resource for sure yeah. the review game has changed so much in the last couple of years especially with covid because before i mean i would probably have 10 to 15 emails a month where people like hey we want you to review this we want you to review this you know and it takes some time and it takes a lot of work to to build up to where you're you know you're getting ranked on 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 google and people are viewing your your website and um now it's like you have to beg for something and they're like, uh, yeah, we found out that we don't have to spend a penny and we're doing just fine. So sorry. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of taken a back seat as far as reviews go. Sure. I did reach out uh, a couple months back and asked if anybody was, you know, looking to get into the, the writing for nothing game about golf to hit me up. And so I've got, uh, we got about eight or nine people on there right now that occasionally they'll send over an article and, and, uh, so it's a good space to find out some information. So nice, right. nice, nice. Um, so let's uh, let's shift gears, and we're going to get to band uh, in a in a minute. I promise. Uh, let's chat a little about Vegas golf, and let's talk about the um, uh, uh, the the group that you have there. Yeah, so the Vegas Golf Network. That that's this is my pride and joy right now. Um, you know, maybe three four years ago, you wouldn't able to start a conversation without me without bringing up the breakfast ball. I would have been all over it. And now that's how I am with with the podcast and with the Vegas Golf Network. Uh, we have a our our local chapter out here is the SNGA. It's the Southern Nevada Golf Association, and um, we they have tournaments uh, each month and and they have a points thing and and. Uh, a lot of their events, um, are not fun cause they take a long time. Uh, we, we call them the Nazi golf rule guys that just, you know, I'm out here playing for a $25 gift card. God damn it. You can't do that. You know? And it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> we, we kind of had enough and, uh, we thought that, you know, 
golf competition doesn't have to be a, a brutal six hour affair. You can get together with a bunch of good people and have some rules and have some competitive golf and still have a good time. Um, it, it's actually started off as a chat group in Instagram. Uh, we had 10 to 10 to 12 guys that I knew that we all kind of merged together on the weekends every now and then. And so I say, Hey, let's, let's start a chat group for us. And it was like, Hey, I'm playing this day. Anybody want to play Hey, at this day? And uh, so I kept on adding people and telling people, Hey, if you know somebody that wants to be a part of this, add them. And uh, so we got up to like 25, 30 people and Instagram put a cap on it. And they said, you can't, you can't have any more people in this group. And really? Yeah. And I get it. I mean, they, 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 at the time people were trying to Jerry rig the algorithm and what the, I don't know if you've ever been a part of a share group on Instagram where, you know, somebody shares a post yeah. and then you go and like and comment. And so they're trying to prevent that. So I get it. So, you know, I, I reached out to them and said, Hey, look, you can look at our history. We're not sharing posts. We're not telling people to go like and comment on this. We're just talking golf and they wouldn't do it. Um, so, uh, from there we moved to discord and that really helped us. And I was blown away. I had no idea what discord was. You know, I'm almost 50. I'm not, you know, <laughs> I'm not up to date on as much as I can be. Right. Um, and that, that really changed it for us because it opened up the doors for communication. And then, um, we, had each member would we like who wants to host event on this month? So somebody would do it. Who wants to do it this month? Somebody else would do it. And I realized I'm like, man, we got a pretty good group of guys here. And I said, I, I, I think this needs some organization. So let's, let's, let's do this legit. And so the first year we had a full season was 2020. Um, we ran it through 18 birdies. They have some tournament software. Um, and I mean, it was okay. The app, I'm a huge fan of 18 birdies. The only app golf app that I use, I think it's amazing, but their tournament side of it just wasn't up to par yet. Um, so, uh, this last year we switched over to golf genius. We're running everything through golf genius. Now we went from, I think it was 18 guys the first year to 40 year two. This last year we had 103 members nice. and yeah. And so, uh, we just opened up registration for next season. Um, we've upgraded our golf genius to the premium package. So everybody's going to be able to do live scoring now. And, uh, we're, it was, it was funny. The first year it was, everybody played net. And of course you, you're going to get complaints. So then this, then we split it up into two divisions and then you still have some people with complaints. So now this next year, if we get enough people, we're going to go four divisions, give everybody will be competing against their own, you know, skill set, And we're looking forward to it. It's going to be a blast. Mm, nice. It's good to hear that it's growing, man. Yeah. That's uh, that, that's exciting. I'm just looking at where my Vegas golf network.com. Uh, so the three rules I see, <laughs> so you, you see, so you got to live in Vegas and you got to love it here. Yep. Uh, golf has to be a passion of yours and don't be a dick. That's, I mean, I, I like it. That, the, the only thing I don't live in Vegas, so. <laughs> maybe, maybe a guest membership at some point. Uh, you know, it, it's funny. People comment on that all the time. They're like, I love that. You know, and he, I never really thought that was going to be like what brought people to us, but you would not believe how many people are like, I'm so glad you guys have this rule. In fact, because there's one thing that I hate is when you go play in a tournament and you're stuck with two people that are three people you don't know, there's no camaraderie. There's no, you know, right. I'm competing against you and, and th there's just no, it's not what golf is, is like on a day-to-day -day basis. Yeah. It's tournament golf. And yeah, that's a different way of playing the game, but it doesn't have to be everybody being a dick. 
So it shouldn't yeah, be. We've, yeah, it, we've, it absolutely shouldn't be. And that's, uh, I mean, you know, golf has changed a lot over the past couple of years for sure. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, it's, um, you know, the, uh, I don't, you know, there was a time when I said, you know, I'm never wearing a friggin' hoodie on a golf course. And now <laughs> I don't, I don't know the past six, eight times I've been out. I think I've had a hoodie on every time. So, hmm. Times are changing. Making, making making changes. Making changes. I see you guys are fans of uh, True Linkswear, also amongst other brands. Absolutely uh, love what the uh, what the Moors are doing over there, man. I picked up uh, picked up a couple of new pair for uh, for my trip to Bandon uh, here in a few days. So I, I think they're going to be fine. I have had a round in each of them and absolutely love them. So I think we're in, we're in good shape there. Did you get some zero drop shoes or did you get a little rise in the heel? Do you know? I didn't know this was a shoe show. <laughs> <laughs> well, true. One of the, one of the things that True did that changed the way a lot of people look at the golf industry is uh, they put a zero drop. So there's no there's no rise in the heel. It's completely flat, and it's designed to give your foot a little bit more interaction with the ground, like being barefoot. Mm. You see a uh, lot of shoe, a lot of running companies are going to zero drop, and and. Uh, well, so I, got if, the, I got the true Lux sports. So they're supposed to be the, um, yeah, I think uh, they have a little rise totally waterproof and yeah. So they may be a little bit, but yeah, I don't, I like, I loved them. Out. I thought they were great. Oh, they're so damn comfortable. Yeah. So damn comfortable. I know I've got like, I don't know how many pairs of echo shoes sitting over here that I am, uh, you know, that they were on sign of black Friday of last year to you, whatever it is, you know? So I'm like, Oh shit, well, let me go ahead and buy three or four pairs, you know? And I've got them. <laughs> and I guess I need, I need to figure out what to do with these things. Cause I'm not wearing them anymore. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm just in the true links. Yeah. Well, Ryan Moore's from Vegas, went to UNLV, you mm-hmm. know? And so I'm a UNLV fan boy. So anybody that, that play at UNLV or, uh, is currently at UNLV. I'm going to do anything I can to support them. And so uh, when they came out with their true line, I'm like, hell yeah, I'll give it a shot. And I mean, they've come a long ways because the the first pairs, oh, the, uh, the, OG, the OGs, the clown ooh. shoes. I'm oh, like, yes. uh, yeah, I, I sent those back. I'm like, yeah, those aren't really, <laughs> I mean, comfortable. Yes. Um, they didn't really make a fashion statement for me. No, and, no, uh, no. I no. said, I, I'm just, just here. Here you go. You can, here's, here's your pair back. But since then, the true nits and the Lux sports and you know, the plenty of others that I'm like, oh shit. Okay. They're doing uh, the, like, the knit shoes around. I wear every day. They're my everyday shoe. They just, yeah. They, yeah, they're so damn good. You're not the only person. So I got a buddy of mine that lives, uh, he's in South Pittsburgh, Tennessee. He's, uh, and he, uh, he told me, I don't know, a month or so ago, I was up there and I was talking about going to Europe or somewhere. And he's like, oh yeah. He's like, I bought a pair of those shoes just to wear on my trip to Europe. It's like, I don't play golf in them. I just wear them as so comfortable shoes. Yeah. Slip on and off so easily. Yeah. Okay. So Vegas Golf Network. Uh, I promise we're going to get to Bandon in just a sec, but I, I want to. So I see some of these courses on here, and I know Joe had talked about a couple. Of, I think Coyote Springs. Uh-huh. He called out specifically. Uh, you and so I, I'm not going to be careful about how I ask it. You can be careful about how you answer it. Um, if do you have a favorite in the the rotation of the courses that you guys play at? Well, we try, we try to mix it up every year. Cause I, I don't want it to be, I don't want it to be bland and stale. Um, we, we try to honestly, what's, what's leading everything right now is price. Yeah. Uh, the golf in Vegas has absolutely skyrocketed. It's nuts. Muni courses that used to be 40, 50 bucks are now a hundred, 110. Yeah. And I mean, the quality of the course hasn't changed. So mm-hmm. um, <laughs> no, the demand has, so there you yes, go. Right? The demand has, and it, 
it's one of the the disadvantages of living in Vegas yeah. is because we're a tourist town and because we can play golf, uh, you know, 12 months out of the year here, sure. um, you get the prime seasons like spring and fall and the golf course is like, we're not turning away $275. I'm sorry. Do you get resident rates there or is it? Oh not, yeah, uh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So it is we do. Yeah, I got you. yeah. Yeah. And, and most time, most of the time the resident rates are, are really good. Yeah. yeah. You know, people, Compared people are playing, to, right? so, yeah, yeah, people are playing two, thirty two forty a pop to play Paiute and we can get out there for 80 bucks. So yeah, nice. It has its advantages, but the disadvantages are, man, it's busy. Yeah. It's busy. What's uh, what, what about a, some tricks or uh, what, what are some, um, what was kind of eye opening in, because you, I mean, I see that you've got a, you got a tournament each month and then mm-hmm. you've got kind of, you got some majors labeled and then you've got, what I would call more of a, of a golf event, right? So you got, you got the summer sizzle mm-hmm. and you can talk about any of those or combination or single one out, but like, what's, what's the, um, yeah. I mean, what's the tricks that you found that, Hey, if I would have known this going into it, it would have been a lot easier. It would have been better to run. And then, cause I mean, there's always improvement to be had, but I mean, there's definitely probably, you know, been some kind of punchy in the mouth things. It's like, oh shit, nobody told me that. Yeah. The, communication is so critical and and i pride myself on the fact that the guys come up and tell me dude you you're doing this great i love the communication i let and and you kind of got to have some thick skin because i'll send an email blast out to 103 people and four people will respond right you know and it's like shit okay are they getting it did they like it was it too much you know and it just <laughs> should i send it again <laughs> yeah did i send it again what, what you know what's going on and so you got to be a little bit of patient you got to understand that you know i i live on this it's in my hand you know 23 yeah. out of the 24 hours a day um yeah. but not everybody does and you know some people golf is an escape for them it's not a way of life and for me right now it's it's my life it's what i do you know with I, i've got a build shop in my garage i've got the blog i've got the league i've got the podcast it's it's always something going on golf for me so I, I, you got to kind of go okay not everybody cares as much as you and that's what that's what i've had to realize so what with joe and with jeremy and with rob and with trevor some of the other guys that really help out with with the league um it's find some people that you trust find some people that you respect and don't be afraid to let them help that that i say would be the biggest thing so the the legacy event that you talked about that that's one of the things that last year when I, I reached out to everybody and asked them what they want, they wanted some two day events. Uh, the, a lot of the, the SNGA events have, they have in town are two day events and we haven't had a two day event because doing a one day event is tough. <laughs> so right. I didn't, I didn't know if I wanted to open myself to that kind of kick in the nuts. Hey, and, um, it, and it's like, shit, if they one doesn't go well, I really ain't looking forward to day two. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, so, um, we had, we, this last year, we, we played the beginning of July and didn't play till the end of August. So we had a, you know, almost like eight weeks off and a lot of guys really liked it. They're like, you know, it's really fucking hot right now. I'm oh, sorry. I don't know if you allow the curse word or not. I'm sorry. You can, you can uh, fuck all you want on this all show. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're like, it's fucking hot. Uh, thank you for not scheduling an event. I wouldn't have played anyways, you know? And then a couple of the other guys are like, dude, I really kind of missed playing in a tournament. So I said, okay, so let's take, let's do that same break this year, but in the middle of it, let's throw a two day event, the hottest time of the year and, and see what happens. 
So I like it, man. That, that's two, why we did that. The, the two-day summer sizzle. I the think summer the sizzle. Last, the last time I played golf in Vegas, uh, it was probably in late June. And uh, it was one of those, you know, you could feel your skin just getting tighter <laughs> on your body as it was cooking. Uh, yeah, that's, you know, you, you learn the secrets. Hydration is key for us. You know, the um, it, come summertime, I've, I've got more uh, body armor and uh, hydration drinks. And, and, you know, you bring two things of water with you and it, yeah, there's, sure. there's tricks to keep you hydrated. So a lot of people don't have to deal with that, but it works. Yeah, yeah, no, I got you. Okay, so the real reason we're here is I I need some band and tips and band and information. But before we do that, Matthew, um, why don't you drop where people can find you? How do they get in touch? How do they get in touch with the Vegas Golf Network, uh, Chasing Daylight Podcast, all that good stuff? Then we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. Okay, so the Breakfast Ball is very easy. The Breakfast Ball dot com uh, on Instagram, the Breakfast Ball. I know there are other breakfast ball accounts out there. One of them actually is massively popular. Uh, that's not us. We are the breakfast ball. Uh, so you can find us on Instagram and the website, uh, chasing daylight podcast. Also on Instagram, we do have a website. Uh, not too many people know about the website. Um, I, I love the website because you can categorize the, the episodes and kind of see where everything's at. And then also when we have guests on, uh, there's a page where you can see the guests and it take you directly to their link. So it gives them a little bio, lets them know what they're about. Uh, and it's the iTunes, Spotify, Google, all, all those were out there. So check that out. Uh, Vegas Golf Network, we're on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, I just started a Twitter account. I wanted to have a quick way to put information out there for like during tournaments for people that where I don't have to worry about hashtags and, and video and all that stuff. So that's, we just started that back last month and uh, yeah, I think that's it. All right. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. Yeah. I'm Matt Ginelli. You're listening to birdies and bourbon drink up and buckle up because we're going all the way. And we're back. Uh, drinks are refilled, and uh, I will be leaving Matthew uh, from thebreakfastball.com, by the way, uh, and Chasing Daylight Podcast. Uh, I'm heading out on Saturday, and I think Saturday's the 26th, I believe. Uh, uh, anyway, this coming Saturday, uh, day, you know, a couple days after Thanksgiving. Uh, you know, great, great time to go travel. I'm not going to be miserable <laughs> from, uh, you know, <laughs> from gorging myself over, uh, over the holiday, but, uh, but I'm looking forward to it. I've, ne- I've been to Oregon. I've never played golf in Oregon. I've never been to Bandon. Everything that I've read about it is, uh, I mean, nothing short of it. It could be allegedly it's the best golf resort in the world. It is. Um, Joe, uh, your co-host, Joe Keith, he was on with us a couple weeks ago. He shared his insights. Um, so I want to kind of get, I mean, I've got shit over here. Literally, I could shit, not literally shit, but I've got my clothes and my, uh, my packing accoutrement. So I want to talk through some of these things. Uh, but so how many times have you been to Bandit? I have been four times. Okay. So you're a resident expert. Uh, I think one of the gentlemen that we're going with has been seven. And then I think another one has been nine. And then I think a lot of us are kind of first timers. Uh, The majority, there's eight of us. So small enough group, right? We're, we're, uh, we're going to be staying in the, 
then the cottages, I think it is. Uh-huh. Uh, like like a, I think it's like a four bedroom kind of cottage setup. You know, so it look, looks really nice. Um, looks like we'll have some, uh, you know, have plenty of, of privacy. Grove Cottage, I don't know what I said earlier. Um, but um, here's what I'm concerned about. It, well, I shouldn't say concern. That's not the right way to put it. So we're going in November, okay? And I've read, I've read, you know, I've I've read folks that have that have posted or blogged and said November was great, and I've read that November was shit. <laughs> however, yep. however, I've read the same thing about July, yep. and the same thing about April. So it's like it it is. It sounds like it's so hit or miss across what you're going to get weather wise. Is you don't really know what you're going to get. Um, we'll, we'll start to peel this thing back and, and get in a little deep, but I'm just kind of teeing us up here and, and, and setting us where we are. You've already confirmed it's the best golf resort in, uh, allegedly in the world. Allegedly. Uh, but start, start, start taking me through this thing. Okay. For, my, my bandit experience. First thing I'll tell you is take all your expectations and throw them out the window. Just forget about it. Don't even ponder it because you're not going to have any way to expect what you're about to experience. There, there's just no way to plan yourself for it. Um, That's a hell of a statement. Yeah, it, it's it, you. Just, you can't. You can't. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll liken this to two things. Um, when Cabot Cliffs uh, opened up, Cabot Links had been there, but Cabot Cliffs opened up. Uh, Core Crenshaw, Beauty, Nova Scotia. You know, just this iconic place all i did was see reviews and articles and videos about how magical the place was buddy of mine that i've done a lot of traveling with golf wise said let's go we went i hated it (laughs) really i absolutely hated it the expectations were so high Uh, because i had seen so much and it 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 sucked it sucked under delivered um but bandon no matter what I have expected, it's exceeded it. Mm. At every every trip, every time, it, it's just absolutely unbelievable. My my first experience, I'll go back to this, and we'll start there. Um, I played Stream Song Blue in Florida, and that was the first time I played Tom Doe course. Okay, and I was so blown away with what he does with the natural landscape. I was like, oh my God, th- this is unbelievable. And my family had planned a trip to go up north to visit my mom in Idaho. And then we were going to cut across the Oregon coast. We we're going to stop by uh, Crater Lake and then go up the coast. Right. And so I like, I'm like, I've heard about this place abandoned. I need to check this out. And then uh, Pack Dunes comes out as the number, it top Pebble Beach and the, the 100 courses you can play. And I'm like, I have to play there. So I scheduled it. Uh, I was by myself, showed up. The punch bowl had, was relatively new. I saw it and went, oh my God, this is insane. You know, and the starter says, make sure you come back and play that in the afternoon. I said, okay. So the Northern California forest fires were raging that year, right? I, I didn't have one good photo of Crater Lake because it was completely covered in smoke. Wow. Um, that's how smoky it was. So, uh, I get to the first tee box, play the first hole, second hole, third hole is where it really, like you get to see the grand scale of what pack dunes is. And it, it was misty rain. It was windy. It was foggy. It was, I was wet. Uh, the smoke was in the air. Visibility was crap. 
and I had so much fun. It was unbelievable. I could, I, I had my, I had a little uh, trolley, you know, the, the, yeah, yeah, little buggy, club hauler, thing. little buggy. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I was just blown away. I, I didn't want it to end. I didn't want it. I was like, this was so much fun in miserable conditions. And, uh, but I had no idea about the other courses. And, uh, until I went back a few years later and played in the solstice for the first time. Okay. Yeah. It, it's it just, Anything that you think it's going to be, don't even think about it. Just, I just can't, just go, I can't wait to get there. That's all you got to say. Can't so wait it, to get there. Is Bandon complete? Is it all uh, Crenshaw? And, uh, well, uh, you got Kid McClay did Bandon Dunes, the first one. Uh, Doke did Pack, and then Doke with, was it Corn Crenshaw did um, it, Old Mac? Old Mac, uh, and then uh, Trails with Core Crenshaw, Preserve is Core Crenshaw, and Sheep Ranch is Core Crenshaw. Okay. Uh, so I've played. Uh, I've been to Stream Song only once, uh, but it was. But I had a good time. It's it's another one of those like you don't just happen upon Stream Song. Like you have to really work to get yeah, there. You got to you got to plan it. <laughs> and about halfway on your drive from MCO to Stream Song, you're looking around going like fuck. I don't. I. I don't think the GPS is working. We're not, we're not anywhere where we need to be. Uh, but it, but eventually you wind up in this little uh, golf mech in the middle of nowhere. So if you had to, and is it blue? I, I always forget. Um, black, by the way, was my least favorite course of the three. Uh, I haven't just, played black yet. Yeah, it, it's. Just, I mean, it's. It's worth it. It's just so Mickey Mouse up, and it, it's just yeah, w- way too much overkill. But is um, is blue? Is that the? I think it's on the back nine that the, has the elevated tee box. It's like way way up on the hill, or is that red? Do you know? You remember? Uh, I know the first tee on blue. You got to hike the hill to tee off. Okay, maybe it is the first tee then. Maybe uh, you started on the back, possibly. Left. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So I the red course, it didn't blow me away. I, I wasn't, a lot of people say it's their favorite out there, but I, I thought like how you said Mickey mouse with the black, I thought that. And then after playing cliffs, I was not impressed with core Crenshaw. I was like, I don't know what all the hype is about this place. Right. they about their designs. It's just, it's really just weird. Um, and then I played trails and I, you know, wrote an apology to both of them, letting them know how sorry I was because <laughs> trails in my opinion is the most magnificent golf course on the planet that I've played. Band I've played. And the trails. You're... Yes. Yep. By, it's so that's your favorite there without a doubt. Uh, unquestionable. I, I can't even, I mean, everybody says it's tough to go one through five trails for me is one. There's only one. And then the other four I could flip flop around. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, so we're going to play. Um, so, you know, we get in on a Saturday and then you, we've got the commute from uh, what are we flying into? We're flying into Eugene. So we've got a two hour drive or so. Uh, mm-hmm. We do have, a, we do have a, uh, a van, right, that's picking us up. So that, that'll be at least. Uh, You're going to get a kick least. out of the Eugene airport. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's. Uh, it's- I, I, if, if you fart and it hits the wall behind you, it back. <laughs> it's like you walk off the plane and there's a rental car. <laughs> nice. like, well, Hey, there's your bag right there, by the way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so we're playing. So Sunday morning and we've got two rounds scheduled for each day. It sounds like we'll be able to, I think it'll be close. 
Um, I mean, they wouldn't put us out there if they didn't think we could get it, get it in. Especially as an on-property guest, you're going to get it. Right, right. Yeah. But it's, um, it, it does, I, I would expect that it's going to be, the sun's going to be going down, uh, when we finish up every day is what I would expect. Um, but we're playing sheep ranch, Old McDonald day one. We're playing. Ooh, uh, that's a kick in the nuts to start your trip. Well, so that's that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, so we got Bandom Preserve, which is the 13 hole par three on day two, followed by Pack Dunes. Um, then we got Bandon Dunes and Trails on day three, and then we got Sheep Ranch again and Pack Dunes on the day on day four. It's not negotiable. I didn't book the schedule, and I'm kind of tagging along with folks. So it, it is what it is. Well, what do you think yeah. about that lineup? What do you, what do you, so you said it's a kick in the nuts on, on day one. <laughs> do tell. So Sheep Ranch is unique. It's it's very, very north of the property. It's it's unlike any the other courses because of how remote and out on the point it is. Um the wind, the wind blows out there, man. I mean, they they don't have the the reason they don't have any bunkers is because if they did, they the, keep sand in them. The sand wouldn't stay in it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it it it's that much wind. I mean, you wow. I don't know if you've seen some of the videos that Joe and I have posted when we yeah. were there. Yeah. I mean, sixty mile an hour winds, 50, 60 mile an hour winds. It's it's a different it's a different way to play golf. I mean, it was a blast. Don't get me wrong. You're standing out there and you're going, fuck this. But once you get done, you're like, God damn it. That was fun. <laughs> well, I mean, and if you're, if you like, I mean, if you're a casual golfer, it sounds like this really, this, this, you may want to rethink this adventure and go, uh, and then find yourself somewhere else. But I, I'll, t- I'll tell you this, the, the country club golfers that I have known that have gone there don't enjoy it. Yeah. Because just country club too, go it's just too far out there just in what they do, right? Yeah, it, it's yeah. not anything like a country club golfer place. You know, you got your course, you know it, you know the conditions, you know that you're you know, you're hitting fairways and you're hitting greens and the ball's staying put. Mr. Wainwright, they'll be rolling at a ten and a half today and we'll be playing the blue tees. Uh. <laughs> yes. yes, exactly. Yeah, you get to Sheep Ranch and like, all right, the greens are rolling at a six, you got a forty mile an hour south wind. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> you know, and, and everybody's like, rolling at a six. What the hell are you talking about? You can't putt on a six. And then you get out there and you're like, God, I wish these were fives. <laughs> uh, I did just play in Ireland a couple weeks ago. So I've, I've got a little bit of, uh, I had some, had some proper true links, no pun intended, maybe pun intended. Oh. I don't know. Uh, but I, I had the true links experience uh, in, in Ireland. So I, I think I've got a little bit of a dose of what's happening. And we were on the West Coast, right on the water. Same thing you're talking about. I mean, the wind was at a minimum probably 20 miles per hour and then we were getting kind of those you know 45 or 50 that would come along and just yeah, uh, yeah you, you don't wear a proper ball cap there i can tell you that you'll, <laughs> you'll spend more time chasing your hat than you will the ball yeah i i told joe when we went because in in vegas it's it's windy and that's what a lot of people don't realize vegas is a windy city um it's it blows your whole goddamn time and it's it's it's, well, it's, it's flat i mean there's nothing that's just flat I mean, there's nothing there to stop it, right? So. Yeah. The, well, the, we're, we, we got mountain. We're in a valley. We got four right. mountain ranges around us, but it blows through it like right. it's not there. And, and it picks up speed and kind of like a funnel. And, and it's, I mean, it's wild. So, I, but I told Joe, I said, the wind, the wind there is different um, in the summertime. Now, I don't know about the winter wind. I haven't played in the winter up there yet. So I've always gone in the summer. Um, so I, I don't know if it's the same, but here the wind, the wind just goes through you. 
and it could be because we're dry you know we don't have humidity and it the wind it just penetrates you no matter how much clothes you have on in the winter time if it's blowing it's it is fucking cold and people think oh it's vegas it doesn't get cold yeah it does you know we have we have frost delays <laughs> you know we have highs of 38 do you not remember like third grade geography come on uh, desert means it doesn't rain it doesn't mean it doesn't get cold <laughs> um, so but i told joe i said up there it's different it's, it's like almost refreshing the wind is just yeah. it's it's just different it's just different and uh he he totally understood what i meant after we got there yeah, I, I'm sure I will once I'm uh, once I'm there. And again, it's you know. Uh, so you're gonna play you're gonna play Sheep Ranch, and you're yeah. gonna go. Holy shit, this is wind like I've never experienced in my life. And uh, Sheep Ranch is a a very easy golf course. It's but, not but it's, hard. But it's the most exposed at band. Oh, absolutely. Right? Yeah, by far. Right. By far. Lots of, lots of like on the water for the majority of it. You're going to find out that you you need to have a 140 yard four iron shot in your bag. Oh, I mean, I can duff it like nobody. Else. <laughs> <laughs> then, then, then you're going to go to Old Mac and you're going to go, okay, this is kind of like what we just played except the golf course is way harder. <laughs> the greens are way more intense. The wind is just as strong and it's, it's unrelentless. I mean, you just, it's in your face the whole entire time. There's no break. It's just, I, old Mac and pack dunes flow back and forth between two and three for me. Um, because Old Mac is special. It, it's really a You're special. You're making this sound very fun, by the way. I mean, so far I've heard wind and cold. <laughs> well, gonna, and I, was, I was thinking you're going to get back to the room after day one, and you're going to be like, fuck this. <laughs> no <laughs> way. Do you have a spa? Uh, <laughs> what's the spa package look like here? Uh, so what, what's your day two lineup? Uh, let's see. So Sheep Ranch Old Mac. Um, so we got Preserve, uh, which is the 13-holer, mm -hmm. and we got Pack Dunes. Okay. So, so let's see, you had that first experience and then you're going to go get some, uh, some just iconic core Crenshaw par three magic. Um, it's God, that's a special place. It's, it's just so hard to put into words what, what the preserve does to you like emotionally. Um, it, it's special. It's really, really special. And it's a par three course. And, you know, yeah. people, it, in, until you've gone and played, it, you're probably going, this guy's a fucking lunatic. He's about to get, you know, emotional over a par three course. But once you're there and you see it and you get to experience it, you'll totally understand what I'm talking about. So, all right. And then you go play pack. Uh, yep. Wow, pack in the afternoon is going to be special. Man, when you get on that, that back nine and you're playing uh, 12 and 13, with the sun coming down, oh God, that's going to be memorable. I, I'm, I, I haven't seen it in person, but that's exactly what I'm thinking. Like, there's going to be, I mean, right on the coast and sun setting, and that's, I guess that'll be kind of the cool thing about, you know, playing 36 and finishing later in the day is, you know, it's we're, we're going to probably get to see the sunset or, or very damn well close to the it. The sun going down on pack is incredible. Yeah. I mean, it is, it is just absolutely incredible. And then, so what, what's your start time there? that day um uh, i think both of them are around well, hold on i'll tell you I, I actually screenshotted this so i wouldn't have to waste time fucking around to find the uh the thing. I, I know we, hey new, <laughs> new things happen every day 
We're just getting getting uh, getting more smarter. Not really. I said that with intent. <laughs> uh, well, I said I haven't. I do. Okay, so day one. So Sheep Ranch at 8, Old McDonald at 1.30, 8.30, Oh, because it's a par three. Yeah. Uh, then we got 8.10 and 1.10, and so, 7.30 and 1. So 11.50, four hours. It'll be pretty... It, so you, you well, you're gonna have to spend some time on the punch bowl. That's that's what I'm saying. You can't. Yeah. I mean that. What, what do you do? You arrive, stay the night, or do you arrive and play? Um. So we arrive. We don't get there until around noon ish. Uh, like landing. I think we get in at like noon or one. Uh, oddly enough, Eugene is not fucking easy to get to. Even <laughs> even if you live in Atlanta, which I thought you could get. I thought you could get anywhere in the world from Atlanta pretty damn easy. Okay. There's not, always a connection not, when you come from Vegas too. So it's so yeah, weird. Not not Eugene. So we get in, and then it'll be. Uh, you know, we'll we'll have to kind of stop and get some provisions and shit like that, and then. Uh, do it in Eugene because there's not much on the way. Yeah. So, well, the good news is the guys that we're going with, right? They, they're pretty experienced. So, and there's probably a little bit of biases in the reason that we're playing what we're playing. Uh, I'm, I'm sure that somebody, what are we playing? We're playing twice. Sheep Jeez. Ranch twice and Pack Dunes twice. So I'm sure that somebody is a, a really big fan of one or both of those that have yeah. been there plenty of times. Pack is totally worth playing twice. Totally worth playing twice. Yeah. Uh, after you play Sheep, you don't need to play it again. That's. <laughs> I got you. That'll be for trip. That'll be trip two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so hold on. So you're saying the Punch Bowl, and where's the Punch Bowl at? Pack Dunes? Yeah, that's at Pack Dunes. Okay. Uh, so if you arrive, let's say you're going to probably get on site, what, two o'clock? Uh, three o'clock yeah, maybe two two or three yeah so you got a couple hours of daylight just yep. go right over to the punch bowl okay just go right over to the punch bowl and just start your trip off because you're not gonna have enough time to get in all 13 well right. maybe you would Nah, I don't know. It all I, we, we're get, we're gonna play plenty of fucking golf. I have no. The one, I mean, it's like you know, people are like, oh my god, we got, and I'm like, listen, we got four days after that of of golf, and and who knows what the weather's gonna be like. I, I'll be perfectly fine with. Uh, so the the punch bowl and. Uh, I don't know. Have you been to a place that had, well, you know, like the, we've been to the green at Sweden. So we, oh, yeah, Pine, okay. yeah, we, yeah, we played the cradle at Pinehurst and the, the and the, what, the, there's the cradle and then there's the, whatever they call the green, the, yeah. the putting thing. But yeah, it's punchable it's, essentially. It's massive. And they, they set up two different courses each day and it's different each day. And so you've got uh, one through 18 on one side, one through 18 on the other side. And I mean, it's just, it's mini golf, but on a real putting green. Right. And, but the, the, the team markers have cup holders. They got a bar that's out there. The bar's right there. They'll bring you drinks. I mean, it is just an absolute blast to kick off your day there. You know, it, it's, it's, you know, for us, you know, we go in the summertime, it, it's flip flops and, right. and a light t-shirt to just, just hang out. Oh man. Yeah. Do that. Do that. And if anybody says don't do it, then go by yourself. (laughs) Listen, I'm getting my own ass out there. I can, uh, I I can manage. I I don't, I don't need anybody to hold my hand. Well, I don't know. Maybe I will at some point in time in the adventure, but not the, not. So you have to wait three days before you play trails. Uh, yes, that's correct. So we get, yeah. Sheep ranch, old Mac, uh, preserve pack, and then, yeah, then Bandon Dunes and Bandon Trails. Oh, God, that's a day right there. Oh, my goodness. Whew. 
Yeah, you think that's the best day of the in, you know in, in from yeah. your experience is that yeah. that that's the day. I mean, you could pair pack and trails together, and it would be just epic. But I mean, do, playing the the original course is it, God, it's so good. It's it's so good. And then trail. What I like about trail, and everybody has their own opinion, of course, and nobody's is right, nobody's is wrong. You know, everybody likes different things for different reasons. What I love about trails is you start off on the dunes got a couple holes in the dunes. Then you go into the meadows and you got a couple holes in the meadows. Let me try that again in English, a couple holes in the meadows. <laughs> and then you head into the woods and you make your climb. And then when you exit the woods, it's arguably the most debated hole abandoned, whether or not it's awesome or it sucks. And that's the 14th. What hole, what hole is this? The 14th. Okay. Yeah. So you'll, you'll know, you'll remember the 14th because when you leave the 13th, you have to hop on a cart and they take you up a hill. Gotcha. Um, they call that heart attack hill because three people, two people, I believe have died really climbing that hill. Yeah. So they're like, okay, we need a full-time cart here to take people up the hill. Right. Uh, it takes you to the top of the peak and on the T box behind the T box. You got to make sure you see this part. Cause if you don't have caddies, if you're going with some experienced people, they'll know, but behind the T box on 14 is a bench and a plaque. And that's where Kaiser stood and yeah. saw the property and went, Oh yeah. This is, we this, is, this is what wow. we're doing. Okay. Um, and, and that's 14 T box, right? 14 T box on trails. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And it's a, it's a drivable par four. That's downhill, like way downhill, a ridiculously tiny green. That's impossible to keep the ball on. Um, it, it's, it's so much fun. It's so much fun. And then you, you, as you leave the uh, 17th in the meadows, you head back into the dunes and you finish in the dunes and it's just such a trip. It's just such a journey. And it, it just, it, it's, I get goosebumps just thinking so, about it. So you're, you're an experienced guy. You've been around for a minute. Uh, I, I have two, by the way. Thanks. And, um, you, it sounds like you've had a lot of golf trips. You've, uh, you've had Ford abandoned. Would you hesitate? I mean, somebody calls you up and says, Hey, Got to got to get to band and I want you to go with me. Would there be any hesitation or None. is it just like, of course, I'm there. None. No hesitation whatsoever. That, that's that's saying a lot because I, you know, and, and I'm always of the mindset that you know, especially when we when we travel and not even if it's golf related, but traveling, I'm like, there's so many things that I haven't seen yet. I want to go see him again. Uh, but I'm, I'm kind of getting this band and vibe. It's like, no, no, you, you're never, if, if, if you're, if you are, uh, you know, if you want to nerd out on golf, you're not going to get tired of banded. Exactly. It's, it's such a different, and I think Joe hit the nail on the head when we were talking, cause we're, we're planning a trip for 24 where we're going to go. Not cause we, they, they jacked up the price of the solstice this year, 500 bucks. And, um, the solstice is a whole nother event. That's just insanely magical um but at at 1500 bucks it was a deal but at two grand it's eh, getting a little bit too much uh when you throw in a rental car and airlines and all that uh so we're, we're passing on the solstice this year or for next year so we're like we gotta go <laughs> we gotta go so we're putting together a trip for eight of us to go in 24 nice um but he said he we were talking with jeremy and and uh jeremy hasn't been yet and joe goes i want to go because I want to experience what Matt experienced with me being there the first time. Oh yeah. You know, I want to see yeah. that for somebody else. And 
you know, I, the first time I went, but was by myself. Second, third, or the second, third time I went with a buddy of mine, and uh, then last year with Joe is the first time that I went with somebody that was there first time. And oh my God, is this so cool? <laughs> it's so <Nice>. cool. <laughs> nice. Definitely worth it. And he's not lying about the meatloaf, by the way. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. It, it was like. Uh, it was like. I, I gotta be. I'm, I'm gonna be careful on this one. But it's like. Uh, so there. So there's two things that I've experienced this year, and it in my all my years on Earth, I've never had. I've never heard it as much. And one of them was uh, see you next Tuesday, and that came from all uh, my friends over in Ireland. Uh, uh, we had Sarah, we had Carol, we had uh, we had Maddie, and it, everybody. And I'm like going, well, this is this is. I'm like, I don't care, but it's very fucking weird. Like, <laughs> if, was, if we were in the United States and you were saying this shit, like they, they would have. The, the PR police would be, I mean, there would be sirens a wailing, baby. Yeah, there's no filters in Ireland. <laughs> no, uh, so that's, and I've never, I've never had somebody suggest uh, meatloaf to me. And I, I like meatloaf. I think I make a damn good one. But I've never had somebody so passionate and uh that changed so joe it changed on, him on the meatloaf i know i could tell it changed him you know and i i had never had the meatloaf there you know we the times that we had gone we'd always just you know grab something afterwards real quickly or right. you know after we because the, the food at each place is unique and because each spot's got a, a a place for food yeah, like it's a little theme kind of thing. Yeah, right. um, each pro shop is unique. Each restaurant is unique. Yeah, um, and so we just never made our way into into the pub to to get food. And you know, Joe is very passionate about golf, and you know, people are telling him you got to go try the meatloaf. He's like, we got to go try the meatloaf. I'm like, yeah, I'm down. Holy crap! It is good. <laughs> yeah, oh, <laughs> it is good. I'm looking at our dinner reservations there, and um, so. I have no idea what Saturday is going to hold for us. Uh, it says uh, Coos Bay Casino and Dinner. So uh, I'm thinking like cocaine and hookers. I, I, that's, I, I mean, maybe not, but you never know. Wow. That's uh, so you guys aren't going to straight to band and you're stopping and you're going to pit stop in Coos Bay on the way down. We're, we're going to pit stop and then we're going to head down. That's what that's uh, at least that's what's on here. And by the way, I didn't have to. You know what I love about this trip that I haven't even gone on yet? is I didn't have to do shit That's... except for book a plane ticket. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't have to figure out what courses am I going to play. I didn't have to, uh, however, I may have to make some restaurant adjustments because Joe did say, he said, no, 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 hold on, hold on. You're only, you're eating at McKee's on the last night you're there. And I'm like, that's what they have planned for us. He's like, ain't no fucking way, man. No. He said, you gotta go. You you have to go and try it because if you show up there and you eat that on the last night, he's like, you are going to be beside yourself that you don't have. A- <laughs> Good point. He's right. Good so point. Just eat. Yeah, just eat a light meal in Coos Bay. Yeah, uh, you know, and then, oh, yeah. and, then uh, and then straight after, to the meatloaf, and then everybody's checked into their rooms. They're like, "Oh, we're just gonna choose. I'm going to McGee's. Uh, I'll just drink my dinner at Coos Bay, <laughs> or I'll, I'll drink uh, whatever meal we're there for. I'll just drink it. It'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll be a lot of fucking fun on that car ride. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> I got, I hey, got a microphone. That's all I can say. Yeah, just make sure to, if the people you're going with have been that many times, they know. Make sure you do the speed limit in Coos Bay. Because they will get you. No, we're not driving. No, no, no. We, oh, you, you, know, you got to shuttle. That's right. Yeah, we got That's like right. a, I don't know, they rented like a Sprinter van to take us to and from. Oh, and then nice. as I understand, once we get there, 
Um, you like don't you don't, there's like a little internal shuttle that kind of hauls you around. Yep. You just pick up the phone, hit shuttle bus and they know yeah. where you're calling from. You tell them where you're going and yeah. they're there in like two minutes. Yeah. So, okay. So a couple other things, I know we, uh, we probably got to let you go here in a bit, but, uh, but I want to make sure we hit on some things. So, uh, bringing your clubs back with you every day to your lodging or are you just letting them have them and not worried about it. Bring them back with you. Okay. All right. It's too easy. Too okay. easy not to. I, I, I'm. I don't like leaving my clubs anywhere. <laughs> so, but the thing that you'll see there is one of the things that we noticed and Joe noticed right away is you're standing there and you look around and if you just look at the head covers, it, you're you're not. This isn't your typical muni. You know, afternoon round. Um, you'll. I mean, we saw it. Kid kidnappers, uh, Terry E. You know, uh, Pine Valley. I mean, there, there's. Yeah. <laughs> People that are there are there because they know what it is. Yeah. It, yeah. It's it's not, you know, four guys that play weekend golf that are like, hey, let's go on a golf trip. Where do you want to go? Oh, let's go to this place. Right, right, right. No, yeah. they know. So, yeah. Okay. And then, um, and, and I did get Joe's opinion on this, and I've had a few others. Um, and n- no offense to any of the caddies out there. <clears throat> So I'll, I'll give you my, what I'm going to do or what I think I'm going to do in a minute, but what's, what's your opinion on caddy or no caddy abandoned news? Uh, it kind of depends on what you're going for. You know, if, if you guys, you got your crew and you're out having a good time and having fun, uh, you could probably not deal with the caddy, but what, what the caddies bring is their experience and their knowledge. Um, and of course that's with any caddy, but yeah, abandoned but a lot, probably it, a lot of stories personal to like the, the, the property. So the, the first time I went, I didn't have a caddy and I made my way about abandoned dunes or uh, Pacific pack dunes. No problem. I, I, I felt like I didn't need a caddy. It's my first time playing there. And, and the courses aren't long. I think the longest course is like 6,700 yards. They're not long. Um, they're, they're very manageable. Um, so you're not like, Oh, I'm going to shoot terrible if I don't have a caddy. No, there's some situations that you'll find out that if you did have a caddy, you would have approached it completely different. But, and if you're going out there, just to have a good time with your buddies. I don't think you'll need one, but if you do want one, you're going to get so much value out of it. Um, I learned, I, I've become good friends with our buddy Scott. And unfortunately he's not going to be there while you're there. Otherwise I'd hook you up with him and, and let him give you a spin around the place. Um, but the things that he has taught us about Bandon and the stories about who he's caddied for, you know, I mean, Harold Varner was out there for three weeks in a row before the open in, in be a fucking hoot. the British open because he just wanted to get used to these kinds of conditions, you know? Right. And so we caddied for him and, you know, it's just, the, it, there's so many great stories and and those guys just, they know what they're doing, man. It's, yeah. it's unbelievable. So this, this, I'll, I'll tell you the caddy story and this one maybe will convince you a little bit. So, um, I showed up, uh, not this solstice, but the one before, uh, this last one, but the one before that I played in and, um, had signed up or had a caddy for the solstice. Cause I'm, I'm not stupid. Um, I wasn't going to call my bag for, you know, 27 miles. Right. Um, and so Scott, uh, was, cause we show up early. We show up on a Saturday. We play Saturday, Sunday, take Monday off and then play Tuesday for the solstice. Uh, so we play Saturday. We had two rounds on Saturday, two rounds on Sunday. And, uh, so he, um, caddy for me one day, cause we didn't have a caddy 
the previous days, just one round. And uh, so he caddied for me and I'm like, dude, I said, do you want to, or he goes, are you doing the solstice? And he goes, I signed up for it, but I haven't been locked in or not. I said, well, let me give him, tell him I want you on my back. And he's like, okay. Uh, so um, he caddied for me two rounds and then the solstice. So we've played two rounds in solstice and we've got um, uh, the third round, I think was at, pack i think it was that pack and about halfway through the third round he's like okay i've i've hauled your clubs now for almost four rounds of golf i don't want you to think about club selection i'm gonna hand you a golf club and you're gonna hit it i don't want you to question me i just want you to hit it i said okay so we finished off that round and i played pretty good and we got to old mac and uh, he said it, it really upset me that old mac was last on your list because i think it's I think it's the most amazing golf course in America. It's, it's, it's just special. And he goes, I'm going to teach you how to play old Mac. And I said, okay. And so we did the same thing and I shot a 75, um, which was, I mean, it was all him. (laughs) It was was all him, but, but a couple of times, you know, uh, I looked down, makes a dream work, but yeah, I looked down and I, and I'm like, are you sure? And he's like, what'd I tell you? (laughs) Don't question me. Just hit it. And never once did he have me out of position never once did I not have an opportunity to make, you know, a a good score on a hole. And I look back at what I would have done compared to what he had me do night and day. So if, if there's a chance for you to have an over the top experience on a golf course, get a caddy on old Mac because it's, it's a special place. If there's anyone, maybe the original band in dunes, but I think if if you've got a good caddy that is passionate about Bandon, which all those guys are, because I mean they live in their cars. Some of those guys, right. do it, do it at Old Mac. Yeah, and it's you know I think part of it is so we've got some people that are out there, and 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 again to, we've said it a half a dozen times. Like if you're showing up at this place, it, it was with intent, and you, you're not going there to be like, well. And, you know, day two in the afternoon, it's like, hey, I'm really not feeling golf this afternoon. What else is there to do, right? I mean, no, it's like we're, we're going to, yeah, we're we're uh, we're eat sleeping and shitting, and then we're going to play golf. I mean, that just this, this hands down the way it's going to roll. Um, so I think a couple of the guys that have been there for the the seven and eight or seven or nine times, uh, I think that they probably find a little. Uh, value in you know their expertise because I think they're going to have us paired up where you got one with one group and one with the other that mm-hmm. way you got kind of some you know the l- local knowledge right absolutely I mean, same, same as you get with the caddy so yeah and, and and several of the guys I don't know I've never met them before so another unique experience and you know meeting new people for the first time and uh, <laughs> here you go uh, but uh, yeah so so at this point I haven't booked a caddy. I could be down to the wire and it's the week after or the, the couple of days after Thanksgiving, they may not, they could be limited resources. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I think if I get there and I kind of meet somebody and bump into them or whatever, if I go talk to the caddy master and they're like, Oh yeah, it's a thing you should do it. And here's where you should go. Uh, then I will, but I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not heartburn about it either way. If I do, or if I don't. Yeah. Because again, we're not showing up blind necessarily, right? I mean, we got some folks that are that kind of know, uh, you know, they can they can uh, they can deliver us around the golf. The, the the green complexes on Old Mac will mind fuck you. 
just are we talking like sweetens esque like um you could four putt every uh, every green yes okay yeah if you if I'm you i'm used to that yeah you throw in the wind you, you you throw in not knowing what it does right and i mean it, they're just they're so undulated but it's not like over the top undulation like the the only thing that i've done is sweetens is the putting green it's not like that that's not it's not that crazy, but it's there, there are there are greens on Sweetens that are that fucking crazy. Yeah, <laughs> multiples, multiples. And now you're talking about the putting green. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, some of the time because you'll uh, Scott would tell me he goes here. I want you uh, pin high left side, and I'm like, flag is back right. I told you not to question me. I'm like, okay, okay, just pin high left side. Okay, boop, put on the left side and just watch it roll all the way across the green. You know, to three feet, and he's like, and "They're all single you. flag greens, right? They're, they're, yes. there's no shared greens. No, there's no shared yeah, greens. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, uh, but uh, it, it's a, it's a. If you got a knockdown game, you're gonna have a blast. Uh, if you know how to, you know, uh, run it up, you're gonna have a blast. If you can read green contours from chipping, you're gonna have a blast. Uh, you'll use your putter a lot off the green. Don't be afraid to do that. I tried my damnedest to get Joe to chip with eight or nine iron off the green. He wouldn't do it. Wouldn't do it. Just wouldn't do it. He's like, nope, I know what my 60 does. I'm just going to stick with it. I said, okay, but it's, it's so much fun. It's so much because it's just golf. You don't get anywhere else. Like yeah, that. I've, I've got this patented over the top move that I'm, it's, it's pretty much coined at this point in my, uh, <laughs> in my golfing career. And, uh, I mean, you know, it, it's this little 50, um, 50 foot high little burner that just kind of, uh, you know, just scoots right across the ground. So oh, I you're gonna we'll be see. killing it out there, yeah, killing it. <laughs> hey, uh, so sheep ranch. So, you know, since you're playing it first, yeah. they have their own range. A lot of people don't know that. Uh, a lot of people go to the practice center and then go there and they're like, oh shit, there's a range here. Cause it's, it's the furthest out from anywhere you're going to go. Yeah, okay. You know, it's, it's a good five minute drive on the little single lane road out there from the yeah. practice center. So you guys don't have to, I mean, you're going to want to see the practice center, of course, because it's amazing. Um, but if you want to save a little time, just go straight out to sheep. Okay. Uh, they, they've got a range out there and I'm, I'm not going to practice. I'm going to play. <laughs> warm up. Let me rephrase that. The warm up area. I don't know. Somebody was telling me the other day, they're like, Hey man, like if you got the chance, if you got the option, you got to go warm up or you got to go get breakfast. They're like this damn breakfast burrito over here. I'd go for the breakfast burrito. Sheep Ranch has the most amazing breakfast sandwiches in the world. Wow. I mean, what up here? Joe and I made it a point to go. And, and this is how, how good it is. Cause from where, where we were staying, it's a 10, 15 minute drive out to sheep ranch. Right. And so we checked out, drove out to sheep ranch just to have breakfast, to drive all the way back to then, to, then to leave. Oh, wow. It's that good. Hmm. And he, I, I know he mentioned a little bit about Tony's crab shack. If you get a chance yeah. to go into town, Oh my God, I'm not a huge seafood fan. Not a, you know, I'll, I'll eat some salmon. I'll have some fish tacos. But the oysters, the fish tacos, and the uh, the seafood sandwich, holy shit. Some of the best food I've ever eaten in my life. Hmm. Awesome. Noted. Uh, and, and I do, I love a lot of seafood. So. Uh, oh, my God. It's so, they, they, seriously, you're sitting outside, and 10 feet from you is the, the crab cages where they, they pull it off the water. It's ridiculous. I love it. Insanely fresh. I love it. Uh, all right. So uh, I know we got to get you out of here in a sec. Uh, I'll stop saying that after we get you out. <laughs> but, uh, okay. 
So, um, what couple pairs of rain pants? I, so here's where here's where I'm a little torn. I know you're not a meteorologist, but you're going to get to play one right now. So, so this is so. I mean, this is a fucking quandary because it says it's we're going to be sitting in. Um, now this is forecasted. You know how the like the forecast they take the last hundred days over the past X amount of years, and then they factor in all this bullshit. And and it's like we don't really fucking know. It's the only job in a, in the world that you can have where you, you don't guess. even have to be remotely correct about it. You, you, you can just make it make it up. Okay, so we're looking at lows of uh, lows in the forties, low forties. And that's obviously that the shittiest times of day. Uh-huh. And then we're looking at highs in uh, the the early fifties. Now rain. Uh, I, I mean, I've got a lot of partly cloudy. Or if you want to be op- optimist, I've got a lot of partly sun, uh, uh, somewhat sunny. Okay. Uh, it does not say there's a lot of rain. Now I know I can't read too much into that, but. In, in your experience, and I know you haven't been there in December, or I'm, I'm sorry, November, but what do you think 50 in Oregon with uh, partly sunny, what, what, do you, what are you thinking? Do you, I mean, pants probably, and you're thinking like a like an undershirt and then a, uh, like a sweater on top and you're good to go? Well, I've worn shorts every time that I've played there. I've never worn pants um, that I can think of. Videos may prove me wrong, but I'm pretty sure I've always worn shorts. Well, I ain't gonna have uh, that option. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when you go from Vegas, when it's 108, 110, to Oregon, where it's sunny and 60, it's short weather. <laughs> yeah. So, um, okay. you know, it's like the air conditioning is on all the time. Um, I don't know. The air's the air is so different out there because because of the coast. And um, I don't know. I I would pack a couple pair of shorts just in case. Because you may get to a point where you're like, this is really, really comfortable. Um, it just layer. Layers are the key. Yeah. You know, get get yourself some good. I mean, there's a reason why legit rain gear is $400 for a pair of pants and $400 <laughs> for a shirt. Um, I, and <laughs> I remember the first time I experienced that was at stream song. Cause we, at the PGA shows when we, when we went and yeah. so we drove down there and it was fucking cold and I'm like, God damn it. I'm in shorts. I wasn't expecting it to be this cold. And so I go in and I see these, I'm like, Oh, I'll just pick up some rain pants. And so I grab them. There's no tag on them. I take them to the counter and, and, and it was pants. And I go, how much are these? And she goes, yeah, three 99. And I'm like, does this come with accommodations and a free round of dinner? <laughs> like, holy shit. Exactly. But then you start, then, then I, you know, you talk to people that play in rain all the time. They're like, it's yeah, like, no, you but, have, but you're, no, but you're not going to be wet and you're probably never going to have to, depending on how your body transforms over the years, you ever buy another pair, buy another pair yeah. of rain pants. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, so I, I always say, just get yourself some good base layers. That that's the key. Some some lightweight, something that's they'll keep you warm. That's lightweight, that you can easily you know throw something on on top of it. Um, I I love a good pullover there. You know, like the the Peter Millar pullovers that they yeah. have. They're, they're they're just amazing. So a nice base layer, maybe a, a polo on top of that, and then a pullover, and you'll be fine. Yeah, we're, we're in good shape. Uh, so. And if you get wet, they got shoe warmers in the in the room, so you're fine. So I hear every every room's got shoe <laughs> shoe uh, shoe dryers. Or yes. Whatever you want to yeah, I, I I love that. I think that's a, a great uh, great addition. Uh, uh, socks are key too. Make sure you have some good socks. Ooh, have those. Ooh, so here here's a good one. Um, I don't know what kind of bag you play. You can tell me in a minute. Mm-hmm. However, 
So I'm 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 keen to two bags, and they're completely fucking different. One of them is a Stitch SL2 that mm-hmm. I absolutely love, stand back, and the other. It's a it's a it's a McKinsey bag, and I I didn't. Ooh, you fancy? And I did, well, no, hold on. I didn't. I didn't get the pleather. I didn't get the pleather. I went for the ballistic nylon because that's what I wanted. Because I think that's gonna you know that's just that's what I wanted it when I got it. Anyway, what what bag should I? Because we're and I'm gonna use one of those little pull buggy things or push buggy, however you, I guess. If, mm-hmm. Depends on if you get if you get behind it or if you back it up. So. Uh, what, what bag you take? Man, it almost like calls for the McKinsey. It, I know I'm, I'm not a huge fan of the the stitch bags. I think they're too small as far as compartment wise go. I don't think there's enough room to carry shit in those things. Really? Um, you yeah. just have a lot of shit. Nah, I just I I like my shit the way I like it. So <laughs> I got a ping hoover bag that the new hoover bag. That oh yeah, it's yeah, sure. got 75 pockets, but it yeah. looks like a small carry bag. Do you think I got to rock the McKenzie, huh? I God, it almost it almost calls for it. I mean, yeah. the only thing that sucks is if it's raining and it's wet, then you got to leave it on the ground. But if you got that ballistic nylon, no, no, no. I'm, I'm gonna rent the uh, or they said you didn't even rent them. You just get grab you one just, of those little hand carts. Yeah, but if you're abandoned with the McKenzie, I mean, why the fuck can, wouldn't you carry it? Why the fuck wouldn't you carry it? Well, I'm not gonna carry the damn thing because I'm playing four rounds of God. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that's going to be a lot but of did, you know uh, oh, the so the 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 cart pullers or pull carts pull carts yeah. there we go that's what they're called the pull, pull carts. carts pull carts they're a little cumbersome they're they're a little big um they're not heavy they they roll really nice and you can take them you can walk them right across the green uh, uh, you know, that's what i was like they, they yeah. encourage you to walk across the yeah green. you don't you don't want to stop it on the green you know because right. it'll it'll dig in a little bit but yeah. you can walk it across the green it does no damage those things are amazing yeah. but they can be a little bit much yeah. certain times so yeah. i mean the mckenzie you're not I, I don't see having so much excessive stuff in that that you're not going to want to just throw it on your shoulder and go. I I would agree, and it's I'm, I mean it's it's a hell of an experience carrying your own bag. I, it, I know. it really is. I don't I don't know. Uh, I, I'm torn. I've got until uh, I may have a round or two of golf, uh, a little prep work coming in, coming this week before I get there, but. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see. I don't know what I'm going to do yet. I, I'm got I got to flip the coin. It depends. Who's gonna Who's gonna pay more for the uh, for the sponsorship? That's what I want. Who, who's gonna, who's gonna <laughs> toss the most coin? Who's kicking into cash? Who, right? Who's tossing some coin and get once the uh, once the band and videos and pictures and all uh, that shit? So, dude, right. when we were when we were planning on going to Georgia, I'm like, dude, because the hurricane was coming, and we were the first two days we were at Reynolds Lake and the day we were leaving is when it was supposed to hit and we were headed to Macklemore after that. And so we're like, Oh crap. And so I'm like reaching out to people going, Hey, you need any rain gear reviewed? (laughs) 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 My, my rain gear here consists of the clothes I have. Right. (laughs) We don't have rain gear here. (laughs) Yeah, Mm -hmm. (laughs) exactly. Okay. All right. So I'm going to, I've said it a couple times, but I'm going to wrap you up and get chatter. But I, so I got, I got a couple questions. Dan's going to hit you with some, with some rapid fire shit. Ooh, right. Um, What what did we miss? What did we miss about? Did we miss anything on the, the the upcoming trip to Bandon? Um, Plan out what you want to get from the pro shops. Uh, each pro shop has unique apparel. Um, all of them have branded stuff. 
the pro shop at Bandon Dunes is the biggest and has the most stuff, but it's also probably the most expensive. Um, it's like the, the eat, little bird. What's the little uh, yeah. like the some kind of duck thing or whatever coot yeah, the, or whatever uh, the fuck it is. Yeah. Oh, what the hell are they called? It's not a coot, but I know it's yeah. yeah. Puffin. Like a, Puffin. Puffin. There you go. Puffin. Yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, that pro shop is amazing, um, but each each place has a unique setup. So make sure if to, to plan what you want, like Joe did really good. He's like, I want a sweater from here. I want a hoodie from here. I want a hat from here. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, expect to spend, you know, five to a thousand dollars in merch. Expect that. Yeah. That's clearly, clearly we've ju- we're just meeting for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I hope I can get away with just that. Um, you're, 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 you're going to get there and you're going to go, Fuck, he was right. <laughs> I, I know, I know. There, there's gonna be there's gonna be lots of uh, lots of uh, fuck you, Matt. Fuck you, Joe. <laughs> Matthew. Excuse me. Uh, yeah, there's gonna be lots uh, of uh, lots lots uh, of, lots lots of them coming your way. Um, did you carry a full bag like you would typically carry? Or did you oh yeah, bag? yeah. Okay, carry yeah. a full bag. Full bag. Yep. Okay. Took everything out. Took ev- or took everything with you mm-hmm. on, on the course. Um, Is it a, a three wood? Probably will do you better. What, what what's your fairy wood makeup? What you got a driver? Yeah, so I got, I've got a three wood. Yeah, so yeah. I got a PXG uh, driver. I've got a sub seventy. By the way, like, good stuff. I, well, so here's here and and we had a chance to chat with him on the show. Y- yes, the short answer is yes. Um, you know, so I play mirror irons. Oh, and, you are fancy. Good. And I, I'm not. I, I'm, but hey, uh, what this little Korean girl likes to call me a bougie bitch. I don't know what that means. You are very bougie. <laughs> so, I'm just, but, I'm, but I'm like once, like once you've hit those things, what, even even if you hit the ball like shit, and there are these thin ass little things, and it doesn't, it didn't even like you knew it was a glancing blow over the top, and it's not going to do anything. But it's like God. That was the best feeling. <laughs> uh, but where I was going is this sub 70, um, sub 73 wood. It's not adjustable, but it is. I, I love, I love this thing. I absolutely love it. So I think it will be my friend. And I've got like a little gapper kind of hybrid ish kind of club thing. And uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah I think. Go, go practice your knockdown game. Practice practicing Pat- those those Pat- low five Pat- irons. Patented patented over the top. Uh, it hits the ground at least fifty yards, uh, maybe at most fifty yards ahead of me, and uh, you know it's a little worm burner. What I like to call it. Uh, okay. I, I think of anything I have, else. I don't know if I have anything else. Uh, you were uh, you're drinking Town Branch. Uh, mm-hmm. What what what's favorite bourbon? That, so far that one. Okay. <laughs> All right. The only other one. The only uh, the only other one that I've gotten is, is I had to get some Nevada stuff. Ah, Frame oh, Ranch. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, All right. that's that's a little bit more uh, <laughs> than the uh, the other ones. So, uh, little, little little heater. Uh, <laughs> all right, Dan. Dan, hit him up. Let's get to know Matthew Wainwright and uh, the Breakfast Ball. Favorite club in the bag. Oh God, Six Iron. Hmm. Just because I had a hole in one with it recently nice there you go good job uh would you rather have a golf lesson or a new club Ooh, i guess that would depend on from who but i'm way too much of a tinker so new club hmm. Hmm. favorite course you played other than man so far 
Um, probably Makai in uh, Kauai, Hawaii. And uh, uh, no, no, hold on. And you called me a boozy bitch. <laughs> oh, no, no, wait a minute. Boo- it is bougie. Bo- not boozy. Bougie. 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 Favorite play. Uh, where, is, where are you most looking forward to playing next? Bandon. Uh, uh, besides, man. Gosh. <laughs> um, you know, I, I turn 50 next year, and a couple of us are trying to get together a little trip to go to Pebble because I have not been there yet. So if that happens, that's definitely on the list. Okay. Okay. In ben, the event that you need a fourth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last one. So, uh, best burger on the road, fast food. Oh, fast food. I'm a, I'm a West guy, so it's got to be in and out. Okay. All right. Of course it does. Of course. <laughs> he only he only asks this question to people that have access to in and out burgers because there's no other answer. There's no other answer. There is no other. Because no. somebody, if you like, if you lived in Jersey. Like you would never fucking say in and out. Mm-mm. No. And whatever else you said would be absolutely wrong. But he's traveled. He's traveled <laughs> to the East Coast, so you know he's he's been to some I places. Know, you know, know. So would you say he, he did not guys? eat? The, he did not eat at the at the uh, in and out of here. Though. Yeah. He didn't yeah. eat at the in and out of here. Yeah, that's a good point. I do love I do love a good bacon cheeseburger, but uh, yeah, fast food gotta go. It's, although. You know, we did. We don't have Bucky's out here, so we did stop at Bucky's, and I got the pulled pork sandwich. <laughs> that, thing was, that thing was fucking legit. Okay, so I so so I mentioned the Korean earlier. So I, I I refuse. I refuse. The Korean took me to Bucky's one time, and I said, "Don't you ever now?" And because she's a big driver, so she likes to drive, and I do not like to drive. I mean, I'm a fine driver, but I don't necessarily care for driving. And she whipped us into this fucking Bucky's one day. Uh, it was probably the same one you stopped in, like right on uh, 75 on the, uh, the northbound side, yep. like right on the. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. OK. Well, number two, we're in like fucking Burt Reynolds, Georgia country, almost nearly up there. Nearly. Right. Like banjo. Ba-na-na-na-na. Oh, yeah. yeah we, we got banjo. Deliverance. A little oh, deliverance. Yeah. yeah. Correct. And uh, it, it is like. It's like a Walmart on steroids. Now, most people would think that it's like an extremely large, like super, super bigger than a super Walmart. And like, no, 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 no. This is fucking condensed. They put everything in this tiny little package. And it is. Oh, yeah. It, it's like, Did you hear my story on how Bucky's came to be? Well, I think that uh, Ricky uh, Bucky Fowler is getting ready to get sponsored by them. That's what I, heard. <laughs> no, I did not hear your story. I said the, the Sam's Sam's Club, Sam or Sam, whatever his name is Walton. from Walton. Uh, mm-hmm. Walton from Walmart, mm-hmm. having a board meeting, and and somebody came up with he goes, "We need some new ideas," and they said, <laughs> "Okay, I, I got an idea. Why don't we take one of our stores, condense it down." And then put 400 gas pumps outside. <laughs> and he said, Bucky, that's the dumbest idea I ever heard of my fucking life. You're fired. Uh, yeah. But then they said, how many can we get built in the next two years? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Man, that place is insane. Uh, it isn't. It is insane. It is insane. Uh, Matthew Wainwright, it has been it has been a blast. I, I, and Absolutely. I'm never good at ending this show. Because uh, you didn't even tell us where to go drink at in Vegas or where to eat. Oh, God. There's so many places now. You know, I've been here since there was, you know, 200,000 people in the valley. And we got almost 3 million now. 
so back then the the corner pub and grub was was the shit that's where you went now we've got so many fancy restaurants and franchises coming here it's it's unreal vegas is absolutely booming there you could eat somewhere different every single night for a year straight and not find a bad spot it is it is insane right now did, did old vegas survive the whole uh you know the shit show as far as what changing well, it's like covid and you know, the oh, shutdown yeah, and all that shit. well we i don't want to get political but we had a pretty ignorant mayor uh, governor here that by the way re- this is not a political show but we yeah. do drink a lot <laughs> uh that kind of did a bunch of stupid shit but we handled it all right you know they they right. i mean the casino industry is resilient and they I know mean, how I, to make I money. Still, well, they, they make a lot of fucking money. They make so a lot I, of money. So yeah, I, I could, but I could still go to Old Town Vegas because when Dan and I have traveled to Vegas, I mean, we uh, while we may stay on the Strip just because uh, that's what was set up for us, uh, straight to fucking Old Town. Yeah, straight there. Like I, <laughs> See, I, I, I live way in the south end of the valley, up in the hills. I, I'm as far away from the chaos as possible. Yeah, I love it down there. I just don't want it to be anywhere near me. Yeah. What's the drive like? Forty five minutes, an hour? Is it I, everything is like thirty minutes away from here. Okay, everything. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that's I nice. the furthest I travel to play golf is Paiute or Coyote Springs, and that's an hour. So. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. I, I I don't know what we missed, but we'll leave it at this. Well, hold on, hold on. I got one thing. I got one thing. Uh, I I if I recall this last episode that you guys had, there was a little challenge about uh, picking uh, golfers. Ooh. Um, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you know we we're unfortunate out here. We don't have. Uh, DraftKings, and we don't have we do not dual fan duel or whatever because you know the casinos basically said if you're going to spend money on sports betting you're going to do it in our house not yours <laughs> That's funny. um so we got to figure out some way to do this because joe and i and jeremy were like yeah we're down let's do this so well, hold on are you talking about when, so dan and the, i had a fantasy show, uh and we and we uh we sent subliminal messages over about uh <laughs> passive done, yeah passive passive aggressive uh one and done shits about how we want to challenge you guys yes okay how done, are we gonna done? do this okay okay well Here's how we're going to, by the way, if you're listening to the show, um, you should, what you should be doing is you should be liking it. You should subscribe and you should share it with a friend. I mean, everybody would like, uh, like for you to do that. Number two, uh, if you're only listening on the podcast platform, go to YouTube, go check out birdies and bourbon. It's perfectly fine. Send us a note, send us a note about, uh, what do we what do we want to know? What's your what's your favorite bourbon? Send send tag us. Send it to us. Tell me what your favorite bourbon is. If I don't have it, well, I probably do. But tell me a I bourbon to try. Cause I'm new to this bourbon thing. I, I'm sending you a bunch of shit. Yeah, checks in the mail. And, <laughs> and, I, and then I mean that seriously. Uh, I'll send you one of these little uh, put in your bag glasses too. Yeah, Boom, so. love it. It's like. Uh, I got the I got the Travis Matthew one. I got it. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. We're 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 I'm, we're more small business. Not uh, <laughs> even though I mean I guess I guess Travis is is, is small business too. Good good people. Good people. Um, so we got to figure this out. Well, here's what we're gonna do. So the, let's let's we'll connect. Uh, we I need to get emails for for everybody that's going to be involved. Okay. 
And um, I, I'll I will say that I'll be responsible for keeping up with it. And we're just tallying, right? And we're we're whoever the the points are at the end of the thing. We need to come up with a um, with a prize. I think we do a bottle, like a like a nice bottle. Absolutely. Even even though even though you could be like, uh, hey, well, I mean, this Evan Williams bottle of Mon is really fucking nice, and I'm like, yes, it is, but it's not expensive enough, so I'm going to need you to spend more damn money. Can have to step it up. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I think we should go. I think we should focus on like a hundred dollars, give or take, that you can't necessarily find in your market, but you don't spend too much time on that because that's all that effort. But hundred bucks. I like and uh, and let's run a a, a calendar year, twenty twenty three, one and done. And um, yeah, I mean it'll stop at uh, it'll stop at the playoffs. Yeah, I like it. I think this is good. We'll be down we got, for it. I think you got some. You, you never know. We may wind up talking uh, talking on your podcast at some time. Hey, hey, you're always welcome. Always welcome. Awesome. Awesome. Dan, Dan, you want to go ahead and warn him about that? Yeah, you don't want to lose too many, you know, like, you know, they'll, 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 they'll turn it off. I mean, you're, you're not going to lose your, you know, because Cal get on there and he's the new regular, right? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, yeah. Carl, Carl in, uh, Carl's in Sligo, Ireland, and he gave me his address, and I'm like, uh, and, and it was fancy. Like, he wrote it down with a pen on the back of a receipt. I'm not. I'm not getting into any other details other than any of that. And he said, "Anytime, anytime you're in Sligo, you got a place to stay." Oh, uh, that's. I mean, that's an open invitation, right? That's, that's right. Oh boy, is it? Hey, I was in the neighborhood. Uh, yeah, just, just stopping by. Just stopping nice. By. Oh, Remember this. Remember this, and you just show up holding the receipt. <laughs> My Airbnb got canceled. Remember this? Uh, 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 good, good, no, good, good stuff. stuff good stuff. Man. Hey, thank, thanks for stopping in with the Birdies and Bourbon Show uh, here with Matthew Wainwright from thebreakfastball.com from Chasing Daylight Podcast. I mean, you got all kinds I of things. So I wear so many hats. It's ridiculous. Nice. Perfect. Uh, Matthew, I will. You know what I'd like to do with you? I'd like to schedule a follow-up after the banded trip oh yeah we have and, to we have to talk about it afterwards and, and we, well so we should do it like as a as a it'll be we should do it as a group right get, let's get joe on oh yeah we'll do it let's all do, uh, we'll do everybody. Yeah, if, if you need a show uh you know we'll we'll set you up not that it's going to be entertaining <laughs> oh it'll be entertaining uh, hold on do you want do you want topless pictures or uh bottomless pictures which 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 are mm. best yes or you want a mix of each Let, let's go with mix of each yeah <laughs> Till next time, sir. There you go. Thanks, guys. Right. Cheers. Cheers.